This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back for another OG Show Live. Mr. Randall, how you doing? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Real Down... Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for News. Hi, boys and girls. Welcome to, once again, the Bass Kayak Advance. Oh, brother, this is the final cast. Another segment of uh, Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Paladin. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Feather and Fur, your host. Welcome back to the Mighty Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Hey, welcome back to Off the Water. Happy you here with Adventures of Outdoor Woman Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, go to eastport.info. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Hello, hello, everybody out there on the airwaves. This is the final cast on the Paddle and Fin Network. We're your hosts, Matt and Brad. What's up, buddy? <laughs> Did you like how like seamless that was? Yeah, <laughs> that was nice. Yeah, a lot better uh, than the end- ending last week. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say uh, for everyone who uh, got through the whole show last week and you were wondering at the end, wow, this is just weird because nothing's happening and then it went all echoey. Uh, yeah. Technical difficulties, computers suck. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, so pardon the awkward silence, but everyone needs a little bit of awkward in their life since the office isn't on TV anymore. So <laughs> I still watch that show every night, man. I love this. Oh uh, yeah, dude. I, I watch it. I watch it all the way through every year. Like, <clears throat> yep, awesome. pretty much makes life so much better. But yeah. anyway, what's what's going on with you, man? Oh, not much. Just did. Uh, I only went fishing one day this weekend. I had to work saturday so i did catch a fish though when it was 26 degrees and yeah so i was happy out there two hours and i went home 
Yeah, I will say I was going to go out there and I woke up and I felt like poo-poo Sunday morning. And uh, Saturday I had a date night with my mom for Christmas, got me and Stacy, and then my sister and brother-in-law uh, comedy show tickets to see uh, uh, John, John Chris. Chris. Yeah, John Chris. And he was funny. His opener was way funnier. Like, it was hilarious. Uh, but he was funny, but we went to the Cheesecake Factory, and every time I go to the Cheesecake Factory, it doesn't like me no matter what I get. I have got, <laughs> I've got, let's see, I got some chicken there one time. Didn't work out. I got the pizza. Didn't work out. Uh, I got spaghetti. Didn't work out. And this time I was like, I'm going to eat a steak because you can't screw that up. Guess what happened? Didn't work out. So uh, <laughs> I'm never going there again. Like Dude. me and my wife got engaged there and I told her, I was like, I love you to death. Because every anniversary we try to go back because it's the same. It's the one over by the green. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. And uh, we get the same booth and it's romantic. And I told her, I was like, babe, I love you to death, but I will never come here again. <laughs> and so I'm never going back ever again because a the whole show I was sitting there getting like the oh, the the part pardon the non-family aspect of this the poo poo sweats just sitting there trying to hold it in because I couldn't leave and then the next morning I still felt it and I text Brad at like seven I think or seven thirty something and I was like yeah Dude, I'm not I'm not coming I like I can't do it and then the other guy who's supposed to meet us gets out there he forgets his paddle so that sucks. <laughs> Yeah, James was fishing from the bank, and I was sitting there in my kayak fishing. He was just staring at me. I'm like, hey, <laughs> I wish I didn't forget my paddle. I was like, I know, this is awkward. See ya. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, but hopefully he didn't know if he forgot it or if somebody broke into his truck and stole it. So I hope not because it was a bending branches, so that would suck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, um, I'm pumped for this weekend. Shoot some geese on Saturday fish on sunday and then actually friday's my last day to work until the following friday i get six straight oh, days off you better go fishing every day then or hunting. i am i'm i'm going i'm doing something every day that i can like i'm Heck doing yeah. something so that's awesome i'm jealous spot i'll be spot hopping all over the greater miami river but uh super interesting show the news is so fresh it's not even funny uh we've got on the show from Jackson Kayak, Chris Funk. Chris, how you doing, man? Hi, doing good, doing good. How y'all are? Good. Welcome back, man. It was oh what, man, like it a seems few like we just ago? did this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should have changed yeah. my pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Made it something different, so at least people oh, yeah. like kind of you know. But yeah, no. Well, Miss um, Jean Wilson said I should have put up my pirate flag behind me, but that's these are <laughs> these are uh, point of shame pictures. I don't know if y'all if anybody's ever seen my point of shame videos, but these are. These are some of my favorite shots from down there chasing redfish. So I, those, oh, are, those cool. are mine. I love those. <laughs> Dude, that's that's awesome. I tell you what. So I'm not like you're a, I'm going to this has nothing to do with the show. But I'm just going to say so you're I don't know if you categorize yourself. I would categorize you as a professional photographer. Uh, I'm a or, professional. Or, you're a professional. Pre <laughs> We're professional. I like it. professional. So you do. <laughs> but I mean, you do some events and stuff like that and whatnot. And I dabble in photography. It's a hobby. And I tell you what, I'm sure it's the same for you. I have a picture that I took uh, a couple months ago that I got blown up and framed and everything. And when you have a piece of your own like artwork on your wall, it's awesome. It like changes, it. Uh, it, yes. right? It just it tickles yes. something in your heart. You look at it and you're like, I took that, and oh, everyone yeah. likes it and they comment. That's why on I was it. like, I want everybody to see it. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, that's a, that's the uh, fracture. I don't know if you've ever done anything with uh, the on glass, but that's those are done on glass. And man, that, oh, that's they, cool. They're they're really really neat. They're very vibrant in person. Y'all have to come to oh, the house yeah. and see them. <laughs> hey, we we already said in the last show we got to come down there because I got to fish around some gators. Come on, but man, let's do it. Only then they're not. If you watch that show, I went on a tangent of why I don't want to do that. So, but I found out if the water's cold, they won't eat you because they can't digest you. So and we I'll won't make you eat at a cheesecake factory. So you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I asked my bride to marry me at Del Taco. So that's and we were in the Del Taco drive-thru. So it's a wonderful celebration for us because we love old Del Taco. <laughs> See, I wish it was something different. I wish it was like, oh, where'd you guys get engaged at? It's like, oh, Texas Roadhouse was great. Because I'll go there all the time. <laughs> But uh, yeah. well, funny thing, my mama told the folks at Taco Bell we did it in their drive-thru and they wanted to give us a free dinner. It's like, sorry, y'all. <laughs> it was Del Taco. Oh man, <laughs> she's bad about getting details wrong. Yeah, it's all right. That's funny. Hey, to, tomato, well, come, tomato. It is what it come is. Next June, that's been 30, uh, 30 years. Well, this actually January seventeenth. That'd be thirty years ago when I asked her to marry me. So it's it's it worked. That Del Taco hung with it. There you go. There you go. I'm I'm sniffing on ten. So I'm. I'm getting there. Slowly congratulations. <laughs> well, congratulations to you. Thanks, um, sir. But this week on the show, obviously, we already said you're from Jackson Kike for this. We're not talking about safety and on the water camping, which is something everyone should go back and listen to. But this week, we're talking about the brand new kayak from Jackson, the Kuza. The I was getting to it. I was building yes. up. You just cut me down, Brad. I'm oh, building sorry. up. This is this is exciting because it I mean, is. This, this, this kayak is, in my opinion, as a kayak angler and been in it, and Brad's been in it for a while. The Kuza is a staple every mm. especially river fishers, fishermen. Mm. We know most of us know the Kuza. We either have have been in one or have had one and love it, or we see people in it and get jealous that they're in it. So, <laughs> it's exactly how I am. Like That's I've always wanted original Kusin and it just never happened for me, man. And see, I, yeah, I, I had, I started with the Kusin, like, like, and as a canoeist for 20 years. And then of course I, I went into, a, I think I told you that story. I, I, I jumped into a cheap kayak to try it out after the family had gotten out of the canoes. Uh, and then, you know, once I, I, I ended up uh, with the commander uh, that I love, had a native magic, you know, big boat and a commander that I love. But the first time I, I got into a moving water, because it seemed like it, I was always in some sort of moving water. And, and you know, when you, you put a longer boat, it was very difficult to maneuver what you needed to get around and do. So, yeah, my, my first moving water rig was the OG Kusa and a, an incredible boat, still an incredible boat, you know, and that's the beauty of some things that, that get put away. Hopefully Jackson will come back and run you know, limited runs of things like they did with yeah. the Kilroy this past year. So I'm, I'm hoping now, you know, I, I, things get discontinued, but it doesn't mean they're destroyed or taken away. So I, right. I, I don't make, I don't speak for Jackson and that, but I'm hoping that they will do some limited runs in the future of those boats. Now I will say that, that for me at the time in the Kusa, I was 280 and that was a, that, a little bit, I, I, I felt over, you know, <laughs> I, I, I know I was never stable enough for standing. So mm-hmm. once the HD came out, man, that boat just, I mean, our, our first trip, I did 50 miles down in the Everglades, uh, 50 miles in three days of paddling oh. in incredible winds. I'm talking incredible winds. 
and was standing and throwing a cast net with sharks swimming around the boat and crocodiles. You know, I mean, it's so you've got to have trust in a vessel to be able to do that. But what you, when you it, were in the weirdest spots all the yeah. time, <laughs> either alligators in the rivers and the swamps or crocs and sharks. And croc is like a whole different breed of. Oh, like yes. It, yes. It'll, it'll eat alligators. It doesn't yes. care. It eats everything. Yeah. You won't yep. see very many alligators in a lot of spaces because of the crocodiles down there. Yeah. That's you are crazy. 100% correct. That, that's that. just, yeah. that's, we're turning into like the, like we should have an animal planet show of like most dangerous <laughs> kayak, most oh, man, dangerous a... kayak fishing encounters with Chris Punk. I was I kneeling. It. You know, everything out there would, if you step out of the boat, I, I actually sunk down to like my chin and that old, egg fart mud down there because yeah. I, I thought it looked like solid ground as soon as i put all my weight on it i sunk you know and i did a deep water re-entry in three inches of water down there but uh <laughs> I, I actually got out in a spot because i caught a 32 inch snook my biggest snook ever and i That's was awesome. you know holding this thing and a buddy that lives down there he's like there was a house behind me so he recognized where i was at he says i just want you to know you're kneeling in a known crocodile sunning area <laughs> and i'm like oh oh, oh well it's Dude. a it's a good thing I got away with that. <laughs> yeah. Because they're not like gators. They'll, they'll just attack you to attack you. Like, well, from care. what I understand, Everything they can be considerably more aggressive. But now, yeah. uh, American croc is not like a saltwater croc. Saltwater crocs, you know, they're no, they, I would not be in anything out there that wasn't armed uh, and they, dangerous. They found some of those. They had, they're, they're there. Well, yes. Release them. Yep. I, I know of at least two, but you, but you, and you are correct. I know of at least two instances that they, and boy, you know, if, if, if those things get, yeah, I'll, I'll probably be done fishing down there. I'm, I don't, yeah. I got too much poultry in my blood for that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this has nothing. Everyone knows our show. We go down dumb rabbit holes and it is what it is. Yeah. This has nothing to do with it. But I watched a video of a croc in South Florida. It was somewhere down in there that was eating a bull shark, a big one. It just yeah, ate that's it. crazy. It that's stupid. That's dumb. Why is that a thing? Like that, that makes no sense. Yeah. But anyway, but uh, uh, I think I started us down that rabbit hole to say that that, <laughs> that the Kusa, you know, I mean, from the OG to the to the HD, everybody knows those as 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 moving water boats. And and yep. to me, I thought the HD was a wonderful evolutionary change uh, in that line. And then. So when it came time now, I mean, it was just called Riverboat. Matter of fact, the thread is still called Riverboat on, on where we all got together and, and, and all the team members that were, were, you know, talking about it, having input on it. And we threw out multiple names. I mean, it was not, you know, our thought wasn't going to be Kusa at first. And then we mm -hmm. said, man, look, the Kusa is a name that is, is it's known and loved. And, mm -hmm. and honestly, let's just continue on with that line, embrace it. And, and I, I, I'm not sure who originally suggested the X, but the the X came out, and it's like, man, Angie and I, my bride, you know, in the videos, she, we immediately said, you know, well, because there was some kickback. Somebody said it's going to say it's going to be extreme, you know. It's like, well, for some people, getting out on the water alone is extreme, you know. For some people, the the first time going through a class one rapid or paddling with an alligator, you know, I mean, there there's a lot of levels of extreme. You know, you mm -hmm. don't all automatically have to go to like life threatening for extreme. It's, it's it's just getting out of your comfort zone for some people's extreme. So yeah, if you want to call that X extreme, you know, so it, it, it and then we came up with the X marks your spot. You know, find your X is it was was something that the team discussed together. And Angie and I, we we it's funny. I, you guys don't know the number of times just sitting here on the couch talking about this boat and then, <laughs> and then getting there, all the team members 
input on, you know, the internal rod storage or how's mm-hmm. the seat need to, to work or, or, all right, now that you've got internal rod storage, you can't have standard foot pegs. So mm-hmm. somebody's, you know, got to develop these type of foot pegs. And I, I, man, I'm telling you, you know, all, all we were doing spouting ideas, you know, the right. design team, uh, Tony Lee and, and the rest of the crew there that, that, that Jackson, that, that literally wizarded that boat out and, and worked it out on CAD and uh, got it worked up to where it was uh, a plug to be put onto the water. I mean, the first, you know, first couple that went on the water, I've seen pictures of them and they don't look anything like the, the final evolution of it. But once I got, and you know, I, I got to lay eyes on it. It's like, that, that's a, that's a pretty awesome boat. Yeah. Now I will tell you guys, Go ahead and say it. It's freaking heavy. And I know well, it. <laughs> I, that, that's all I kind of wanted to start off that way. Like I wasn't going to mention like I'm not hating on the boat, but 95 pounds is, is no. heavy boat. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 95 pounds Let's is, talk a, is about a very that. heavy, and it may even be 98. I'm not 100% sure. It, it's one or the other. Yeah. But, yes, please, because, and that's the way when, if anybody's ever watched any of my videos, and I'll tell you right now, there's things that, that I like, and there's things that I don't like about boats. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not 100% honest with, in my videos, I mean, I'm not going to pull punches, and Jackson knows it. And if, mm-hmm. and if they, they ever asked me to pull punches, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd hand them my hat. Like I'm done guys. You know, yeah. this is, this is not me because that's the way I do things. And, and to me, it's to be a hundred percent honest. I don't want you guys to grab that boat or, and, and say, Oh my gosh, this dude was an idiot. You know, this thing paddles like a turd, you know? No, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you. Um, yeah, it is a, it is a heavy boat. And, and for those of us that have fished out of, you know, I've got a take two right now. It's 107 pounds. You know, that's a big old boat. And I've been in the original OG big rig. I've been in the, the, the Mayflies. And I mean, those were heavy boats. And each time I was like, oh my gosh, when's it going to stop? You know, mm-hmm. when's it going to stop? But uh, kind of like what Chad alluded to, unfortunately, there's a, there's, there's through the years, there's been folks that have been misled by, you know, are we getting, if Jackson could have said, Hey, it's, this is an 80 pound kayak. They could have said it and they could have said it because it's an 80 pound kayak with all that 18 pounds of rigging on it. Right. That's what they, they could have said. I actually, I think it's like a 70 something pound kayak. If, if, mm-hmm. and they could have said that, you know, and, but in 100% honesty, that's what every freaking screw on that kayak weighs. You know, yeah. that's everything, you know, you don't, and you don't have to add anything to it. And, and, uh, and, and that's what thing is like, you look at a, a, what a base truck costs and then you add four wheel drive to it. And then you add, you know, a, a, a winch bumper and then you add, you know, a, a hitch in the back of it. Everything you add to it adds weight. And mm-hmm. there is nothing, in my opinion, that could be added to that boat right now. It is literally the most outfitted bristling with track critter. And I mean, the seat system alone, you know, that that part, that high low seating system, which is wonderful. It's, it's a, it's a two finger change, you know, for high to low, high to low. It, it is mm-hmm. so easy to do, 
but unfortunately that seat system weighs like eight pounds, you yeah. know? So there, that's where your weight comes from is yep. the accoutrements that go along with it. And the boat had to be wider to have internal storage, you know, for the rods. So there's more weight because everybody folks wanted that internal rod storage, you know? Yeah. And that was what each person that kind of brought to, you know, it's most of my requests are light and cheap. You know I mean? I'm, I'm a, I'm an easy date. You know, I, I want light and cheap, you know, <laughs> but, uh, and, and, and I, that's kind of the reason why I still love the bite. You know, my bite is my throw and go boat, but I'm yeah. telling you this boat would, will run all the way from the, the, the beginningest of paddlers or the, I, I guess you, I should say the, the, the weekend paddlers, you know, my bride, I mean, she is not a, a warrior for the water. You know, I, <laughs> I, she loves to paddle. She loves to spend time with me. I put her in that boat and it was amazing. The smile on her face and she could get it up to speed. She could do what, whatever she wanted to with it. She ran the, the big rapids with it. And it's, and then I actually went over to photograph the other guys doing it. She ran her in the Liska just because she didn't want to be, she didn't want to regret not doing it. You know, it's like, and, and we, we just talked, you know, do you, do you want to, spend life sitting on the sidelines we'd had that discussion you know do you mm-hmm. want to do you want to get in the game and get up or do you want to nobody remembers stories of sitting on the bench and we'd had that discussion so she actually ran her liska through the rapids and man she was just she was puckered but i mean she did it she rocked it like a <laughs> like a maniac well i'm over yeah. photographing the other guys and i look up and daggummit my bride is taking the x back up to the rapid to, to run it in that boat <laughs> And she's like, well, That's if awesome. I'm going to talk about it, I need to know how it acts. I'm like, yes, ma'am, you certainly do. So, <laughs> and, uh, and, but it's that kind of boat that can, uh, that can go from literally, we talked about, I don't, I don't tournament fish. That ain't my thing, but a serious tournament angler and moving water, you could look at that boat. There's, there's nothing that you need to do to it. It's, it's an amazing craft, but each thing adds a little bit of weight to it. Yeah, and that's. And I was going to say, and back to that, I, and now I, I jumped. I'm sorry. Mine is the uh, pre-production model, so it's about seven pounds heavier than what the final production model is going to get in the parking lot. All the the entire team picked that boat up and made a guess at the weight, and every one of us guessed less than the production weight for that boat that's seven pounds heavier than a production weight. Every one of us got it wrong. Huh. So ergonomically, yeah, it's a heavy boat. Guess what? I weigh 215 pounds. I ain't real fast either. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I was going to mention though, like, like you said, adding all this little extra stuff adds up of course. But when I think of Jackson kayak, I think of like quality plastic. Is there like, did they beef up the plastic for this boat at all? They they very much did, and the trough area uh, underneath your feet is is about twice as deep as all other production boats. And what that did is it it really stiffened the deck, you know. Uh, so there's no flex. There's not going to be a, a puddle of water sitting on your deck. It's mm-hmm. it's it's if and I, I wish I had a closer up shot of it, but you can you could see that the the actual grooves and if you. If you look in the second video, the comparison video where my where my wife's standing at, you can see on her feet, you can see a pretty good shot of it. But it just they very much stiffen the deck, especially in the seating area. Um, and th- those grooves right there that are right underneath your feet, they drop mm-hmm. in e- extra deep. So it, it's okay. it's a uh, super stiff, and you know 
we're all hoping for no flex, no breakage, you know, and that, that seating system, the, the Jackson kayak, easy, high, low seat slider system, which is not very easy to say in a video. <laughs> and I'm sure there's going to be some bloopers coming out of my walkthrough video from that one, because that was a, a multiple attempt at it. But, uh, but that, Although it's a wonderful, it's a really neat system. I mean, it really is. It's super mm -hmm. easy to, 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 but that alone weighs like it adds eight pounds to it. Right. Yeah. That, that's what I was asking though. Like adding the extra plastic, that's going to add more pounds to it as well. So that's why I was curious about it. Ten four. So that's cool, man. Um, where, 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 where do you want to start? You want to go like bow to stern or what? It's, I mean, it's, it, we could do that if you want to. Uh, I not, you know, that's the other thing is like for me, for, for a long time, I've been in the bite and I, and I, I haven't needed a, a, a bow hatch. Mm -hmm. The one thing that was really, really cool, like when we were over shooting on the Kusa, man, we were in huge, you know, big water. A lot of times that bow was, and when it hits that volume in the bow, when, if you see the, the picture of, of like my bride or clay or any of them that are hitting that water, it, literally forces them up and skips them across that volume in that bow just keeps it from diving, you know, cause if you, if you hit a, a big old wave and it dive, it's going to fill your boat. Yeah. You know, then, then you get kind of squirrely and, and that extra digging in when you start to peel out of, out of a wave or out of that current and you hit that smooth water, that seam is going to roll you. That's where a lot of folks get, get bit bad, but there's so much volume in that bow. Uh, that just pops you up and, and, and makes you run over that water. And then that hatch has got a, a really super lip. It's, I think it's the same type of this on the NAR, but mm -hmm. that lip, I had uh, drones, I had camera bags, I had, you know, our, our lunch and all kind of stuff all stacked down in that boat, which is it. I mean, I, you could probably put a small child in it. I mean, it's that big, it's that, <laughs> it's that cavernous, but, but there was not one, not one drop of water in three days of running rapids, not one drop of water got inside that hatch. So I was, I was very impressed with that, but the, it, and back to the water, you know, I, and I, and I know folks have to, they're, they're like, yeah, this guy, he's, he's clueless, but I have not done much in the white water as far as like, my thing is to go through the white water and then, you know, get out of it and, and stay safe. This boat, I turned around and paddled back up into it and would surf and just literally sit there. You you could you could mm -hmm. hold your paddle and that boat would just hang. And then it'll actually start driving up river in that on that hydraulic in that current and you're surfing just and it, it was it was the most amazing. And I found that myself cool. just like giggling like a schoolgirl out there, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 just watching and and I would run through and then cut across and like if you hit serious moving water at a steep angle, you know, if you're trying to cross, mm -hmm. most of us know you got to lean downstream to pick yeah. up your, your upstream edge or else if you hit it side, you're, it's going to roll you. It's going to, yep. the current's mm -hmm. going to catch you and it's going to flip you over. Yep. But this boat, man, I, I would lean down and just kind of angle across it and just shoot across to the other side. And then once you got across, I could slide right back up to the rock and play again and slide back to the other side and come back play. And it was like, this has got to be the most fun I've ever had in a terrifying <laughs> area. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. 
And and it just it amazed me what the capability, like not just running through the white water, but being able to run back up into it and play. And uh, I mean, like one shot the Jameson, he needed me to go back up and run the rapid again. But it, instead of actually getting going all the way back up and around the man, I just I just attained out into that white water. And I have never been in a boat that I would try to do that when I just would curve right out of the white water, lean down, stick a paddle in, let it catch that blade. And just, man, I just turned and whipped out in it. And I was grinning like a mule eating briars the whole time. So it was, uh, <laughs> it was pretty awesome. But then to be able to I say, if y'all want to go, and I'm, I'm sorry, cause I'm, I'm thinking back to the, the, the trips that we had with it so far, but to do all that, but then have a, have a boat that you could still stand in. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not, not stand like, like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I might be able to make a cast. I'm, I'm talking like you could stand and dance, pee, do whatever you need to. You could stand. <laughs> Yoga. I mean, it is, it is that <laughs> it is, it's not big rig stable as mm-hmm. far as like when, you know, the big rig felt like you're standing on earth, you know, or in a driveway. It just that, that I always said it was driveway stable. It's not that kind of stable because you have to have the rocker. You have to have that maneuverability. Yep. But, but it's when you stand, there's, there's just that tiny bit of, of enough movement to let you know, hey, this is what this boat is designed for. And then it rocks solid locks in. And I mean, secondary I, stable. Can, oh my gosh, it is unbelievable. And, and to be able to just, you know, step into a floating boat and go is, is pretty daggum cool to me. I, I like that. But, all right. Anything else we need on that? Uh, the, the, y'all want to know about that rod storage stuff, right? That, is the part that really blew me away. Cause I wasn't sure how that was going to work. And yeah, uh, I, well, that part's interesting because the original Kusa, you couldn't do that. That boat was a little too narrow for it, but at correct. 36 inches wide, you got a lot of room after you have those rod holders in there. Oh yeah. And I mean, like you the got HD, a huge deck. Of it. Yeah. yeah. The HD, they went outside the, 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 through into the tusks on the, on the outside of the, the bow. But this, literally, the rods are completely on the inside of the boat. And uh, so it, it, it's, it's all the way your reels are back by the seat and the rods are on the inside of the boat. So you could run that boat, you know, against rocks. I mean, if you were, if you were going through rapids and, and, and hit it against rocks, you could go through brush. You could go through, you know, if you're, if you're down there in Point O'Shane going through the bull rushes and stuff like that, you could go through it and there's nothing that's going to hang on the outside of the boat. I mean, yeah. that... It is, it, and it's, it, it is 100% accessible on the water. I mean, you, it's pretty easy to get down there and get to them um, and get them unhooked because it's got a bungee that comes up and over where the, the butts hang in there. So not only are they in you know, the bow and then, and then in that little holder in the back, but they're also bungeed in that holder in the back. So mm-hmm. you can flip that boat over and over and over and over and over again, and, and you're just going to wash your reels. You're not going to lose them. It's kind of interesting because, like, you got obviously it's a little bit inspired from the NAR that you guys created because the rod stagers, the track, the way the rods sit right next to your seat kind of reminds me of how the NAR uh, the NAR is. Yes, sir. And 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 the back track in the in the back tank well, you could take that uh, rod stager, the the three the three loop rod stager, and mm-hmm. move it to the back and 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 be able to put your fly rods in it. So I, I had a uh, nine foot fly rods and they kind of, they kind of flex around the seat. So it gets them down out of, out of the danger zone. But I mean, you could put, you know, 
four nine foot fly rods. I don't know who would ever tote four fly, you know, fly rods, but uh, I, I carry two, uh, generally speaking, but you can carry, uh, four if you wanted to, but two extremely easily. Interesting. That's kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You're talking I'm, about I'm, these I'm, things right here, right? Yeah. Uh, they're right behind the seat, right in front of that, uh, that tri-track yeah. you can see that the, and so they, they mount in, in multiple areas. They, they also come with a 90 degree adapter. So you could change it if you wanted to go up on the tri-track or back on the flat track. So right now they're mounted gotcha. on the flat track and That's that cool. can also go to the back, uh, for your, for your fly rods, if you wanted to. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's such a, the, the big issue, cause there's a couple other boats that are out there that have in rod storage um before the nar and before this boat that it's awesome for like transport <clears throat> i'm not going to name any names everyone knows who they are but i'm not gonna say it anyway um I and that's yeah and that's one thing i love about you guys and us that it, you know for, and and any decent jackson team member i think any decent t- true you know and we're not pro staff for anything other than promotional you know y'all know that i mean that's mm-hmm. all we're doing i'm 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 a, a content generator at best, uh, and, and hopefully a decent fellow along the way, but none of us need to run down another manufacturer. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, for sure. I mean, for sure. all, all of us want our buddies to be on the water. We want to be happy and you know, yeah, I'd love to have you paddling the Jackson. You know me, I, I, that's my kind of thing, but mm-hmm. more, more importantly, I'd like to have you happy with whatever you're in. Cause I know that means you're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Lord knows the classifieds are full of these people that, get something they put you know three batteries in it and put a trolling motor on the back because i hadn't learned how to paddle it you know or it paddles like a barge oh we don't we love that one you know yeah. and then and yeah and that lasts all of about a month or two and then they're selling it because they, yeah. they can't stick with it so yeah covid was a big uh eye opener for that for all the people who got into boats and then immediately got out of boats um but like the other kind, they have in rod storage and it's great for traveling for example but getting your rods out on the water is a pain so the yes. way if, if you haven't watched Chris's video, I believe it's on Jackson's YouTube channel as well as their Facebook page. And I think it is it on your channel as well. Uh, that one is that's the Jackson one. I, I've shared it on just on my Facebook page. But uh, okay. yeah, that, so, that one. Yeah, ours are, are different. I don't think Angie and I have that part in it as uh, in our in our video as far as going in and out of the, the rod holder. But I'll, I'll do yeah, that so, in my next one. <laughs> there you go now you know but definitely check out that video because he, he really explains it and shows it which as the type of person i am especially when looking at a new boat you can explain something all day long i'd rather see it so i can see what yeah. you're doing um, well, if, if you guys have ever worked with jameson jameson redding is a wizard and a master turd polisher so he <laughs> he helps he helped trust me that i mean there is nothing that you can do in front of a camera that he can't fix. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, I would have been, yeah, it, it would have not turned out the same had I been doing it myself. Jameson is definitely the wizard behind all that. Yeah. We had Jameson on for the NAR video and, or the NAR show, excuse me, when we went over that. And, uh, I could, I could definitely see that, uh, from him, but how these rod, how it's set up is it's, it's super easy to get to that rear section that will release the rod. And it really seems like if you have, because I know it's set up, you have a lot of people be confused. If you ever get looking at it, which we can't, I don't have a really great picture showing, but there's two holes for your rods. So right. people are going to think you can have two. And you showed in the video, if you put them in there, right, you can do up to three. 
And right. I can tell you, tell you, if it was me, I would probably get close to four just because I can do it. it um, and I mean, it's especially if if you're like uh, most of our rods on the on the butts have the the uh, rod section, and not a full handle. You know, yeah, yeah. And it's it's really up to you as much as you want to put underneath that bungee. But it's got a very secure little bungee that goes over all of them. So I wouldn't think you'd have any trouble doing that either. Yeah, exactly. And so when you see the two holes, just know comfortably i would say comfortably you can get three in there all day and what's great oh, about yes. it from looking at it and obviously you have more experience than i do but if i wanted if i was sitting in a seat and the rod i wanted is on the bottom i comfortably feel like i could take that bungee off and move just the bottom rod out of the way and without taking all the rods out which is the only drawback that i've had with the other companies if you have a rod on one of those bottom tiers you, you either take fight, the other ones out let's say you're either fighting to get it out and that's going to tick you off or you're going to break a rod because it happens or right. you take both rods out over top of it get that rod then put both rods back in and it just becomes a longer process with this it just seems like it's back there flip the bungee grab the bottom rod move it out put the bungee back up and you're and you're going and it's quick it's easy and it, that's ultimately what you want is quick and easy so yeah and see that's the the for me i would i would only be running those if i was in that serious moving water or going through, you know, something where I needed to keep the rods down. Cause mm-hmm. like I've, I've also got, you know, the, the, my crate, my, my yak attack crate and in, in the back, you could see there's four indentations underneath that track around the, the tank. Well, mm-hmm. um, Jameson showed me take those, the little ball bungees. It's got the little plastic ball on the end of it. If you use the new hooks that come with the, the yak attack crates, uh, the black pack, you could put those ball bungees in underneath those little four things and it holds that uh, black pack in like just secure, like it's mated to it. So if huh. you do that and then rod leash, you know, on, like I'm just saying if, if you were on like bigger water, like if, mm-hmm. if those of you that are up on Great Lakes, you know, type water and, and we're worried about rolling on a wave, but not necessarily in shallow water, um, you, you could just bungee in your uh, black pack in the back and, and ha- being able to secure it to that track in the back. It, it's incredible. Uh, that that really that was a, a neat design having those little four straps and that's also for strapping in you know if you wanted to strap in camping gear or anything like that um and and up front there's security bars on both sides of the uh the hatch as well and that's the same thing if you wanted to strap anything on top those four black uh slashes that are on both sides of the the hatch itself that mm-hmm. you can run a, a cam strap through those so you could put more gear on top and strap that down as well like I said, it's meant to, you could put, you know, a month's worth of supplies on it and then roll it down the river sideways and still get to where you're going and not lose gear. (laughs) Yeah. That's what one thing it really popped out to me when watching the video. Cause I'll be honest, like I saw Jackson was, they released their teasers on Instagram and stuff. And then it was, uh, when we're recording yesterday, they released, you know, today's the day, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we have a team Jackson and the group uh, for paddle and fin. And I was like, dude, what is going two on? of them? <laughs> yeah, we have two of them. Yeah, we do. We have two of them. And I was like, dude, what's going on? Can anybody say and no one said anything? I was like, this is stupid. Someone tell me what's going on. <laughs> and uh, we were all we all, those of us that had, of course, I mean, all of us have NDAs and we were, well, you know, thankfully, everybody stuck to their guns. And then they the, did. But the beauty is that even the team, as, as it got closer, we, we, we were sharing and, and discussing and, and the team was tight lipped about it because everybody's sharing the excitement of it. 
and nobody wanted to ruin it either. Uh, you know, but, oh, believe but, me, they were, they were tight lipped and it was taking me off. Cause I was like, it's coming out today. It's fine. But no one said anything. And then the video came out and I was watching your video on it. And I was like, one thing, like I, I try to lately, just because being on the show, I don't I don't look at everything from like a turn aspect or even a fishing solely yeah. only fishing boat aspect. And I'm looking at the boat and uh, the way the amount of ways you can rig this boat up for whatever activity you're doing kind of takes it from. Yeah, the in rod storage is awesome. But at the same time, this boat's not only made for the fishermen. You have security straps for the front for extra gear if you're taking a lot. The tank well is massive. You have. If you like to do heavy water and camp on the, I mean, you're, you're, which we'll get into the, the recessed, uh, drain, uh, uh, stuff. I can't think of the word. Scuppers. Um, no, the yeah, the recess scuppers, the, but the troughs, the troughs, yeah. the recessed troughs, you know, if you're going through heavier water, it, it, it empties out a lot quicker. Like the amount of ways you can rig this boat. I know you mentioned it's got a flat f- surface on the front. So if you wanted to put a motor, you could, um, yes, sir. I mean, it's, and also it's the the, the two track pieces up there, yep. which I've I've never used the chute, even though you know I've I've got a uh, uh, the anchor wizard and the uh, yak gadget both both uh, anchor trolleys uh, or cranks, but I've never yeah. used the chute. And and seeing the chute idea for up there on the bow, that that definitely makes you think that would be a a, a neat addition, you know. Yeah. Uh, so. And, and although I, that's not one that I've done, it's definitely pretty cool. It's kind of like having the, uh, which I, I don't run a, a drag chain off the back. This one you can, but drag chains terrify me. I'm, I know I'm, like I said, I've got too much poultry in my blood, but just I've had <laughs> stuff hang and, you know, snatch me around before just from drifting. It's like, no, there's no way I'm not going to do that. You know, yeah. can you but, imagine uh, but, getting a drag chain on a gator in the middle of summer? <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> that would be terrifying. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I'm Take just saying, you get a, you get a big now, enough I, one, you hit it. I will probably it end up, Mm-mm. I'll probably end up putting a, an anchor trolley on mine as well, or figuring out how to use uh, or build, even if it's not an installed anchor trolley, I could use that bow eye to use it. Because what I, I do like to do is run a, a drift sock when I'm on the flats. If I'm, if I don't want to just, you know, sit in one spot or then the wind's blowing too hard, I'll just throw that drift sock out. And I like to be able to change the attitude of the way the boat is drifting mm-hmm. with that sock behind me. And it'll kind of, it'll just slow you down to almost nothing. And you can just let the wind blow like crazy and, and, and you can, ha- you know, fish the flat at leisure without just being at mercy from the wind. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. But, um, real quick, go back to the, um, was uh the front i wanted to talk one thing i want to talk because motors are part of the sport now it's part of especially if you're fishing out of them uh to put that front plate because i know from looking at the handle i in the video you showed it super ergonomic it it looks like it's going to be comfortable especially for transport but if someone wanted to put a bow mounted trolling motor on that would they be removing that handle and using that whole surface area to mount their quick release plate i would i would think so but and, and that's just because to me, most people that are going to be using a bow mount trolling motor are also going to be using a trailer. Uh, yeah, and true. That's, you know, true. And that's, that's my, th- and I would think so. But, uh, I, you know, my only experience with the motor is the Torquedo and it's the other end. Uh, and I, I, I have asked if, if anybody's outfitted one with it yet. It hadn't happened yet. But man, this sucker would be so fun. Give it with time. A <laughs> Give it time. It's, oh, it there's going to be so a Torquedo on it, believe me, within it a, a week. Long, yeah. 
within oh, a week or I, two I, of this I boat releasing. I cannot wait to see that hull. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, whenever, within a week or two of this boat releasing, you're going to see people with XI-3s on the front of it. Somebody's going to find a way to put a 112-pound thrust uh, Minn Kota Tarova 36-volt system on it. And yeah. you'll have torpedoes on it. I mean, it's going to be rigged out to where, like, right. there'll be ways you'll see and be like, I didn't know you could do that with a boat. And somebody's <laughs> going to do something stupid. Uh, I've, I've seen guys with the sins that have five horsepower Hondas in the rear. So That's like it, somebody's going to do it. It's going to happen. Yep. <laughs> well, I kind of want to hit on the foot pegs because this is what interested me. So I used to have a kayak that had the, like, I know why you guys did the foot pedals. It's because the rod st- stagers, I right. used to have an, a kayak that had the rod stagers and they didn't have foot pedals like that. And, an idea like this crossed my mind. I just could not figure out how to do it myself. What do you guys run into any issues about where you guys wanted to place those or anything? You that now that that's above my pay grade. Uh, <laughs> and and I, I, you know, cause there was, I'm sure there was some consideration with the way the troughs go. Cause you know, if, if you moved it to the right, you're going to be in that trough. So mm-hmm. you gotta, you've got to, or left. So, uh, and, like for me, I actually talked about, well, I could take those out, have nothing but a bare floor and yeah. use the, the, the tri-track mounted foot pegs, the kind that I use in my take two that come in from the side, but then you're, but then you lose the ability to put the rods in the rod holders up front. Right. If you do that, because your feet are going to be over there where they belong there, where they're, where they're in, you know, in those ways. But honestly, those foot pegs, like, and I said about changing that to that low profile knob because those foot pegs, there's nothing to hang on. This thing is probably one of the snag freest boats. This is more like what, what even the Mayfly, uh, mm-hmm. the thought of it with it being snag free. This is, you know, other than the two knobs that are holding the foot pegs right now and, and all at one quick change of those, I'm going to put some low, low profiles on mine just so they won't snag fly line, but this boat would be an incredible fly boat. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very good for it. I'm looking forward to that. Once the water warms up, I'm not a real good surface subsurface fly guy. Not the kind that, you know, hop the little nymphs and, and all the little crawfish flies. Yeah, no, I'm not into that. But if they're, if they're chasing <laughs> the clouds or minnow or, or something on top, I'll, I'll throw the long rod all day long, but I, I, it's gotta be fast and furious action for me. I get bored real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hear you. No, that's, that just what that, that, little design feature just stuck out to me i, I thought that was a cool idea uh, that they added those foot pegs well no, it's 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 they're ergonomic i know everybody likes to throw that word o- around you know but it they're really comfortable and i mean mm-hmm. and and they'd, they'd even be comfortable barefooted it's not you know uh because your feet go kind of over where the the their, your, your entire foot doesn't lay up against it where the the bolts are underneath there it's just the pads of your feet yeah and and it's enough that you know I honestly only use the foot pegs when I'm in, when I'm paddling in hard water. And, and yep. when I'm, you know, it, it, when you take a, a hard stroke with your right hand, you need to be pushing with your left foot, to even your boat out. And when you take that hard stroke with your left hand, you need to be pushing with your right foot. And it sounds counterintuitive, but that's the best way to, to uh, make a boat run straight and run where you need to. So I, yep. I will put pressure on, on those at times and, and, uh, and, and they're comfortable to do it in that way. And that's a really good point too, because like I said, the boat that I had didn't have the foot pedals like that. So I didn't know what to do with my feet. Like when I had to turn some way, it just felt awkward because I didn't have anything to push against. So I'm glad you guys added that in there. 
Yeah, that's having the pedals sense. right in the middle there, it's it kind of it tricks your brain into instead of just like keeping your feet like your knees right there or having to put them off to the side, like it's it's right there in the middle. It's natural to put your feet straight ahead of you because when we sit down, typically people aren't sitting, you know, wide legged out and all weird. We're sitting, you know, in a chair with our feet right in front of us. So it's natural just to be able to put your feet up on something. So, I mean, it's great placement and it serves the purposes that you guys want. So that's, that's awesome. And that, that seat is high, man. It is, it is, it goes way, way up there. That's um, another thing. Yeah. I was going to talk about, I saw in the video, it was in the low spot and then you dumped it to the high and I was like, Oh Lord. And I mean, and it's, it's, it's way up there. I, I don't see if I, I don't think I have a dang picture of it. Shoot fire. I had, I had a picture of it with the, uh, 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 it, with the Liska as well, you know, side by side, you can see the comparisons. I'll try to get, I'll try to put them out so you can see them. I'll, I'll find them again. I, I, I shared them back on the team page, but it from the deck to the seat, it's three inches difference in the height on the X to the Liska in the high position. So oh, I mean, wow. from the front, yeah, I mean, so it, it it's it's high to the point that I. If I was poking around and fishing, you know, I'd be fine. But but honestly, I was more comfortable in the low position for both the running and the fishing because the low position felt like high position in all the other boats that I've been in. High position is like ultra high position. And I, I know a lot of people huh. think about adding risers to stuff. and They want to get their seat higher. They're going to love that part of it because I'm telling you, it, it's it's a it's an ultra high, high position to me. Um, and, and like compared to the boat, the, the bite and the, the Liska's, which the bite only has a, a one position seat, but the Liska's got high and low. The high position in the Liska is three inches lower than the high position in the X. That's interesting. Wow. Does, yeah. does that change the performance of the boat at all? Not, no. And, and, I, and I'll say that because the difference in a, a person that paddles, like a, a high angle paddler, mm-hmm. uh, they would probably love it. Cause it, it allows them to lean a little more, uh, and, and raise the boat a little bit more. You've got to, it's, it's definitely more a dynamic paddling. Um, to me, if I'm in a, the higher I am, the more effort I make to paddle. So like if I, if in any boat that I'm in, if I'm going, if I know I got to go three or four miles, I'm not going to be in high position in it at all. Mm-hmm. I want to get in low position. Cause I, to me, the closer I am to the water surface, the more, the more purchase I have on my paddle, the more mm-hmm. power stroke I have from the time the paddle enters the water to the time the paddle leaves the water uh, because of the low position. So I maximize, I guess you could say it's, it's maximizing the uh, results with your, you know, your minimum effort. So mm-hmm. maybe it's because I'm a lazy man. I don't know. Y'all can hate on me, but uh, I think if you're in the it, it, high position to me, it'll, it would make the wind uh, affect you a little bit more, which this boat, did wonderful in the wind. It, it, when it, wind blew hard. And I mean, we, we went out right, you know, that early hurricane. I mean, we were in the, the outskirts of it, but it was blowing per decum hard. So we wanted to see how is it going to act. And it would turn perpendicular to the wind and just, you know, push sideways, which is mm-hmm. so you're not wind veining, which you remember the, the OG Kusa would turn and, and wind vein and it would stick whichever way the wind was blowing. That's, yep. the, way, that's the way it was going to point. You could always that tell drives me nuts, blowing. man. Yeah. Every and, kayak I'm in, man, it does that. <laughs> yeah. But this about, yeah, in, it's, in one paddle stroke from in, in, if you put that paddle in the water and one paddle stroke, you can spin this boat 180 degrees. It, it blew me away. It just amazed me how quickly that you could turn it and then yet still have a good glide. You know, I mean, it's like, 
you're not paddling, walking the dog. You're not, it's not, you know, uh, going back and forth, back and forth while you're paddling. You're not losing effort by trying to having to change your angles back. Once you get your, your boat up to speed, it just, it just stays there and then it glides. Mm -hmm. But when you do need to maneuver it, it's, it's got that full capability. That's cool. Yeah. About it. The, uh, so I, I know the seat moves forward and backward too. Um, yes. Is there, is there a preference that you had like on a river setting? Would, Would you rather have it forward or backward? I like full back. If I'm on a river, if I'm on moving water, I want it full back because that raises your bow and it's Mm -hmm. for, for, for maneuverability. And also it it puts your weight back so that when you do punch, of course, this thing's got so much volume in the bow. That's probably why it it shot so high out of it anyway, because I had the weight in the back. Mm -hmm. But I mean, even with, with me in that far back position, it wasn't enough to pop the bow out of the water. You know, you, you still want enough bow contact with the water to, to allow you to steer and allow you to track um, without having to just be all willy nilly. But I called it, I think I called it buck wild in the video. But yeah, if, it, <laughs> if I'm if I'm on moving water, you know, I want to be in the back position. And then mm-hmm. once I hit a, a, a smoother stretch, the the bolts are right there underneath your legs. You can just reach down and, and loosen them and literally slide the seat forward mm-hmm. um, on the water while you're moving and if you want to adjust the attitude you can adjust that bow back down and then she'll track like a dream but but if i'm in moving water yeah you see it's, it's got a pretty good distance between the seat and the uh, tri-track behind the seat mm-hmm. you can go all the way back to that tri-track uh just about Ooh. with that seat so it's got a full and i wish i'd measured it i'm sorry i didn't do it but i i bet it's almost 10 inches of fore and aft just in the seat base and then mm-hmm. when you go from low to high, that changes the seat fore and aft as well. So there's a lot of adjustment in it. Interesting. Yeah, that seems like it's getting more popular today. Like the, the those seats moving back and forth like that, which is it's pretty cool. Cause then you're personalizing you're personalizing your kayak to how you want it to react. Well, yeah, exactly. So. And then, That's and you and look at how much gear. I mean, that we it used to be you, know, you jump out there and you had. Uh, I mean, honestly, kayak fishing started out simple, you know, and it was just a few, few boxes, you know, a couple rods, and it was a simple. Yeah, it it is not simple anymore. Now oh, people no. are putting, like you said, three batteries. You know, yeah. I got to have a battery for my electronics, and I got to have a battery for this this motor, and now yeah. there's another motor on it, and and having a a boat that can change and move that seat back and forth where you could trim it. You know, I mean, I, I can remember back in the day in the canoe, I, I brought out a fat lighter stump that, and I put it in the front of the canoe and I paddled with, you know, the nose of the canoe was down and I literally, uh, Zara spook walked the dog all the way back to the landing. Cause I was an idiot and put the heavy thing in front of me, you know? Um, <laughs> and, and that's what you don't want to do that. That's going to totally, it, it affects your, your, uh, paddling and it affects your safety as well. Cause you're, you're, you're going to be wore out by the time you get somewhere and you're not going to be able to get away from stuff if you need to be able to get away from stuff, you know. Uh, so be, being able to trim any weight, and we talked about it on the camping, same thing. If you put all your weight on the front of the boat and and then and can't trim your seat back, that is going to be a miserable, miserable trip because you will be fighting that. And and guys, we we learned that in tandems. I'm I'm blessed with a little bitty bride, you know, so she can sit anywhere she wants to in a tandem boat. 
But for fellers <laughs> that's got brides that are a little thicker than they are, if you put them in the front of that boat, you're going to hate life, you know. And what you need to do is say, "Come on, baby, get back here a little closer to me." We go. I just want you near me, darling, you know. And you've yeah. got to call them back closer to you because if they're way up there in the front of the boat, I'm telling you, you are, yeah. That that's why they call them divorce boats is because you put them too far forward. Or you could just switch sides. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but nobody, no dude wants to be up front. Like, no, I ain't the trolling motor. I'm the Evan Rude. What you talking about? <laughs> that's funny. I'm a Mercury. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, all right. Moving on. Um, sorry about that. Yeah. No, that was hilarious. Um, <laughs> since they don't ever apologize for that. Uh, one thing I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, and I think Jackson is revolutionary in making it, is that tri track. And you oh, brought yeah. it from the NAR over to the Kuza X. Um, that tri track opens up. Two. Don't forget my take two. And the take two. Okay. I'm not, I'm not forgetting. Okay. It's there. But I the the tri track really opens up rigging options. Cause like you said, kayak fishing is no longer a simple man's game. It can be. That's the joy of it. If you want it simple, it can be. Or you can be like me with my first boat uh, that I had an XI3 on it, 10 rods, six cases, mm. uh, plus three things applied. Like I had too much crap in my boat at one point, right. but I fixed that. But anyway. The tri-track really opens up rigging because you have, you know, for people who don't know what the tri-track, it has, it's a three-sided track. So you right. can put stuff anywhere you want at any angle you want. Um, so explain, you know, kind of, because that tri-track, unlike the NAR, doesn't run the whole encompass the boat. It's just right in your working area, but. You know, did, was there any design, you know, thought process going into that, like building the boat around that tri-track or anything along those lines? That was a, that was a definite want because of the versatility of it. Um, and, and like you said, you, you said it exactly. It was in the working area. And, and for me, I, do y'all have spider rigging? Do y'all ever have folks spider rigging for crappy and all? I'm sure y'all yeah, have heard of it. Crappy, yeah. but. But, yeah. uh, I mean, it, you even something to that point where you could and, and imagine right in front of your seat, you know, you could have six rod holders or eight rod holders. And, yeah. and th so there's that, but, but look at how many folks now are, are, are everything from uh, the retractors that you can get that go yep. into track to your cup holders. If you, if you need a cup holder, you know, your plier holders, there's lots of different tool things and it's not just a rod holder area anymore. It used to be, that's all you put in the track was a rod yep. holder or a flag or, you know, and a light and that's it. Yeah. But now it's like, I mean, Yak Attack, goodness gracious and Yak Gadget have, have just revolutionized the world with, with yeah. stuff that you could put, you know, in that area. So you needed more room. And then by having the tri-track being able to, to really, you could effectively mount it on all three sides. Uh, it opens up a lot of area. Plus it's a little bit more versatile for the, the, the placement of it. And uh, I mean, I, it's been more useful than what even I had, had thought that it could be. And on the take two, that's where we've got our, our torpedo throttle that, that Angie and I run. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm impressed with it. And, and I know that that was the reason it was put there you know, for one is, uh, it's, it's just in a, a perfect place to, to, for all your working area and everything that you need. Now, I know you saw in the video, it's, it's even got the little, uh, paddle clips that are on there. You can mount those. Those are on the side. They're on the side by my seat. If you're a high angle paddler, you may want to try to figure out how to put them up on the top. Uh, mm -hmm. cause if you're a high angle paddler and your hand goes right beside the boat, you may, you may catch that, uh, 
that paddle clip with your fingers uh, or your paddle. So that's the, I guess that's another good thing is it's, it's customizable for what you want. You make it however you want. Yeah. And that's, I mean, great point with the paddle clip because as a high angle paddler, you know, if you clip it to the side, like my paddle stays pretty much constantly. I use the Yak Gadget uh, uh, rod sagers and I use the top one for my paddle because it's out of the way. It's up top. But those paddles clips are fantastic because it snaps in there, mm-hmm. which is great. And with that tri-track having three sides, you can put that paddle up top and still utilize, you know, you might lose the inside track because the paddle's there, but that whole outside track still available. Right. So people who like to put a fish finder, let's say you don't want to put it on the other side, you love it on your left, but you love your paddle on your left. You can put the paddle holder on top and still have your fish finder angled out to the left. Yeah. And it's still there. Like it, it opens up so many possibilities to where kind of like what you said, it can be like, if you want to make this super snag proof, put your paddle on the top and now nothing's hanging out the side of the boat. Right. Like not a thing. And as a river angler, I know you mentioned like bigger water people, you know, have a box in the back and they'll put rods straight up. I've got to, even when I'm on big water, I won't put rods up for the simple fact that I become a mast and I start yeah. blowing around everywhere and right. I'm tired of hearing wind go through my lines. Uh, yeah. Hear that, hear that singing. That, it's that's the, the, about, that's the alarm that means you should go to the house. <laughs> yeah. Believe me. I mean, I'm, I'm about deaf in both ears, but I can hear really high pitched stuff. And that's like when I'm out there, normally everything's dulled down, but I can hear that great. And I'm just get ticked off. So now everything just lays <laughs> horizontal. So, I mean, be able to do that. You're, you're horizontal completely. You can go in any overhang. You can go in any, I know guys who go underneath bridges to get to stuff that's super low. If you really wanted yeah. to be super ballsy, throw that in the low seat position, nudge down, and you're yep. going right through, and you're not getting nothing stuck on it. It's awesome. Right. Yeah. I like the uh, tri-track just for the simple fact you said uh, retractors and stuff. Throwing them on the inside of the tri track, right? You, you can line that whole tri track with like all your tools if you wanted to. You can oh, yeah. on the top. On the top, you could put like your paddle stuff, like Matt mentioned. I do like the idea that you said we're having the fish finder off the left side or the outsides of it, and then pointing it upward. I like that. That's a good idea. And then, I, yeah, having I, like I, a uh, transducer mount right at, off, off the outside parts of it, so it I like works it, out. It's pretty versatile yeah. for what it is, you know. And yeah, I, I've I'm even thought about like a, a I, I had a dash built on the uh, the Kilroy DT that had my fish finder on it, and it went from uh, it, you know gunnel to gunnel because it was an open boat. But I mean that would be super easy to build you a custom dash right there in front of the pedals that goes from tri track to tri track uh, and do whatever you want to. You could mount whatever you wanted to on it, and it would be easy to to pull off and and you know take with you back to the house if you don't want to leave electronics on the on the boat when you left. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to find a way to put a tri track on something. I'm just going to, I know it. I want to, I mean, John, that yak gadget, he's been uh, trying to utilize uh, tri tracks with some of his stuff he's coming up with. So, yep. And it's got it on the back too. That, that piece, that black piece is behind the seat. That's another yeah. chunk of tri track. So it, it, I mean, if you needed to run flags, lights, you know, yep anchor trolleys whatever you need to uh well, heck somebody could probably even put some rod rod holders and just point them horizontal out the back of the kayak i'm telling you right now i can already see it somebody's gonna put tri or three rod holders in the back of that tri track with a newport or torquedo off the rear end of it or a mink or something on the front of it and they're gonna troll for walleye on a big lake oh yeah, yeah. That's I mean, because you can troll with that all day long put a motor at the front you can have if you really want to you can have four lines different angled out 
it's like you're on a walleye boat. Same thing. That's kind of like it's re, it's reverse of our uh, of of spider rigging. You know, you got. I mean, you see that's the reason they call them. It look like a water spider out there. You see boats that sometimes I'll have. Heck, I've seen them with you know ten or twelve rods up front, and yeah. and yeah, and, but we it's have, amazing uh, watching them. Yeah, we've got a crappie tour who runs through a lot of here, and I've got a buddy who fishes that, and he sent me a picture of his rig out on the water. He had 14 rods in the front of his boat just rolling through little lily pads there. That's crazy. And you could see, right, he sent me a video, and there's like five rods going off. He's like, I think I got some bites. Wow. <laughs> That's cool. Like, Dude, yeah, you're, you're cheating. <laughs> I'd have one fish and 13 wrapped up lines. I could promise you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember me, we were, we were fishing underneath the bridge one day. I had, I had all lights. I had like four green lights hanging out underneath the boat and I caught, I had a 29 inch striper and I hooked him and he circled up. You saw all the lights come in, get close together and then they'd go out apart and then they'd go close together. Every time he'd wrap them up and he'd, say, he'd come up and they'd go back out apart. Like, Oh, this is never going to happen. But I, yeah. I finally landed that sucker <laughs> on six pound test. <laughs> oh, this is Lord. There you go. I bet that was an enjoyable fight. Oh yes. It um, was. So moving to the bow or not the bow, the, the stern real quick. Uh, I really like a lot. I don't, I kind of feel like a lot of companies might be sh- starting to shy away from rear access, uh, holes, but I'm a huge fan of having that in the rear because especially when it comes to rigging, it gives so yeah, much, you know, opportunity in there for it. So and that's the folks that, that that they really wanted that because if you're running, you know, a, a, any type of a through hole wiring or through and and Jackson's yeah. came up with that that new and the the sleeve where you're going to be able to run uh, the anchor line, you know, oh, that. inside the boat. Which I mean, I, I haven't seen that come to fruition yet. I just know the, the the talk of it and what Jameson was telling me about it, but. I mean, to be able to get inside the boat and rig is, is very, very handy. And that there is the little bag back there, which to me, I, I keep everything in a dry bag anyway. I, that's, I'm neither here nor there on that, but it's just good for, I mean, I, I would rather, I would use that for, if, instead of using the drain plug, if you did get any water in or condensation, I would open that up or the bow hatch and then run, you'll run a sponge in it if you needed to. So there's mm-hmm. lots of good reasons to have access on both sides of it you know yeah and that yeah, tank and well man i'm telling you that thing is uh, i said in my video you can put a connex back here but it is it's massive <laughs> i don't know what the biggest cooler that you could put back here if you needed to but it it it, it would survive a pretty serious party if you needed one <laughs> it looks like it could it looks like it would accommodate any crate that's out there on the market right now so that- yes sir like if, uh, if that won't hold your gear, you re- honestly, this is one of the times like you just better go get you a boat because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you've got problems. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people run the Yak Gadget crate and some boats, they can't accommodate for it. So they have risers that make it uh, rise above the uh, gunnels. So this looks like you don't even need the risers at all. It looks like the Yak Gadget crate will fit back there fine. And I, I'm oh, not yeah, sure on the footprint all. on it. I know the 16 by 16, uh, Black pack fits fine, and I, and I, I would imagine that if, if it'll fit that, that then yeah. the, the Yak Gadget crate would fit as well. Yep, that's what I'm yeah. thinking. So, um, uh, well, Matt, you're probably about to ask about the anchor thing, right? I was 100 percent to say, hey, Brad, if you're not going to ask about it, I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> the the inline, you kind of just mentioned it, um, but the inline uh, anchor system kind of explain that what it's going to do to help anglers and how you know you all came up with that idea 
and and I I, I can't take any because as as an anchor trolley user and a dude that usually ends up with a bunch of rope tangled up around my feet, I can't take any <laughs> any credit for that. But like I said, that you know, this this was a compilation of of a lot of wonderful people uh, came up with these things. But I can tell you that that is designed to minimize the amount of line out on the deck because if yeah. you do get into any type of a bad situation and or you know and and have extra line out on the deck that's a hazard uh it's a hazard when you're fishing you know just as a pain in the butt hazard but if you've got extra line out and around and you're in moving water and things flip that's 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 a safety hazard so that is a kind of a a one-two punch with with running the line through those those areas and it's gonna it's it's literally going the tube is is going to be kind of swaged on one end and swaged on the other end Mm -hmm. so like there's not going to be the any water will go through the tube and out the other end. It's not going to go inside, you know, in, it's not going to be a point of entry into the internal part of the kayak. Right. It's just going to be a, almost like an ear piercing, you know, it's going to be a canal from one end to the other, uh, but yeah. not access to the inside of it. And that's, that's how the design is, is going to be done. Um, and, and I don't know if, if the production boat has got that coming out on it yet or not, but uh, I know that that's coming and, but y'all gotta y'all gotta ask people with higher pay grades than me about that one. <laughs> where, where exactly does the line go in and come out of the boat? You could see it. I know you could see it on the on the back, and on on the front, I'd, I'd have to pull up on the on the back. Yeah, it's it's a little. And in our video, uh, you can see it. There's just an indentation, uh-huh. and it looks like where uh, either a a, a, a rudder line would go is, yeah. is exactly what it looks like and there's a fore and aft part of that that's going to be the entire system okay uh, but that that's so that you know and it's so it's going to go up and just get it out of the way so you don't have loose anchor line or you know and even even where you can hook up with your rod and reel because ha- how many of us have ever hooked our anchor line or or back when we used to all have bow bungees you know they all had bungees up front and that was oh. just a place to uh, yeah. Oh, yeah i mean how yeah. many treble hooks have you tangled in those and that's what they oh. were trying to do was was i don't run hurt. an acre because of that i'm tired of Dude. getting treble hooks stuck in them i think brad did like three weeks ago he got a treble I hook did stuck there. I, yeah and I, i'm seeing him like sh- get to the front of it stand up trying to get undone it's just the most annoying thing in the world so that yep. I mean, that system's awesome and one thing i'm thinking chris if anything happens from this i want my royalties but <laughs> And I'll have proof forever oh, yes. on multiple podcast platforms. But you, you kind of said it. I'm just going to steal what you said. Obviously, there's no rudder on this boat, correct? Correct. With those troughs, how deep they are, and that system, I can easily see Jackson oh. coming out with a rudder upgrade that runs through that system with uh, the uh, Spectre wire that runs up to your foot pedals through those troughs, and you could have a rudder built in. I mean, it... Uh, you could put a rudder on anything, but I said to well, one feller, true. which I, they got, they blasted me because I, I, I think I got kind of smart mouth. But I said, putting a rudder on this boat would be like putting a trailer hitch on a Corvette. I mean, you just, <laughs> it, it, I, 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 I don't know why you want to take the most maneuverable boat that still tracks well and yeah. put a rudder on it. You know, for well, me. Well, I wasn't and, thinking mostly rudder. I was thinking foot controls for a torpedo oh, that, or that's very doable. And, and, and yes. And, and, <laughs> and I mean, cause like even my, the take two, which all mines run external and with this amount of track, 
Oh, dude, you can run whatever you can. Yes, yes, that would be very easy. But and and that's what I try to tell people. It, I, I could add a rudder to it. Yes, I could add a rudder to it. All it would take is one little bit of redneck a sheet of aluminum, and uh, <laughs> and I could put a rudder on whatever you want. Now, yeah. you know, but I have not found a need for a rudder. But uh, I promise you, this boat with a torpedo would be a blast. <laughs> yeah, the thing would be. I don't know how you would. Was... How how would you? like foot steering with that though. So uh, how, what I was foot... thinking oh, go ahead. for, for something like this is because obviously that line system, I'm sure it runs, like you said, it runs from bow to stern, but I also believe I would assume that it's going to have a little bit of space to where it comes up kind of right where the seat's at. So if you put an anchor wizard there or something, you can control the mm-hmm. line. So your anchor wizards like that would make no sense to put it at the stern. If you're sitting there, um, so if you run the torpedo with specter wire for your left and your right, and you run it to there and have it come out and then go underneath the seat through the trough to the pedals. I'm sure you can make that work. Yeah. Or if you put some kind of aftermarket on the tri track, like foot pegs. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, I could see that too. Uh, I don't know. Now, now I just want to get the boat and, well, and, that's, and see what I can make if, happen. If you did do like the, the aftermarket, like same one that I've got the, the foot steer and that goes on the, the, the actual track, mine's mounted to my tri track on the take two. Okay. And, uh, and so it would be a little higher, you know, than the rod tubes. You would just have to be careful of whatever rod, if, if you did have a rod in it, but it's, it's definitely workable, uh, in that area. And, and like I said, it mounts to the top of it. So it's it's a pretty cool setup, and, and even though I'm a, a torpedo greenhorn, we've had a blast with it. <laughs> they're fun, oh, they're man. Awesome. Yeah, I used to have one. I love that thing. It was fun. I'll try this. Shouldn't have sold it. I'm not very smart. No, you're not. But it's okay. It's I've only been telling you that for like two years now about selling stuff. Yeah, and I, and I I told you, Fib, it's not it's not on my tri track. It's on the flat track in in front of it. Oh, uh, that's cool. That's my, that's my foot steering, but the, uh, and my, my, my throttles right there on the tri-track beside it. It's just got a small piece of it on the take too. Yeah. So if you don't but, mind keeping that picture there, you said the Kuza XC is three inches higher than that seat in the high position. No, that that's the take two. Oh, but, okay. That, I was misunderstood. G- give me a second. If, if, if you got, give me a second and I'll, I'll find that, that picture. Uh, yeah, I think it would be yourself. nice to know. For... <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be nice because obviously the high low seat stuff is something Crescent just came out with their new seat system where it puts a high and a low seat on, you know, um, their light tackles because of the shoal. He had the high and low and everyone loved that. And that's what everyone was looking for in that. Um, Bonafide's always been known for their high and low seat position and their seat. Um, so people are, I mean, I get people ask all the time when I'm talking about kayaks, oh, how high is the seat? Is the seat high enough to fish out of? And I was like, well, I mean, yeah, it is, but you just got to look. All right, y'all. Let's see. If, let's see if this will work. All right. Now, this is the, the Liska in unicorn fart is, is the, the colorful. <laughs> um, and you can see the difference now. Hers has a, a, a you know, kayak cushion in it. But mm-hmm. you can see the difference. But I've got one that's even tighter. Stand by, and I and I'll, I'll. This 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 is a, a close up of. Sh- all right, with let me get my camera. All right, you see that? That's the Liska. You see that mm-hmm. bait? Yep. yep. All right. Let me. Oh wow! 
It's considerably all, higher. Yeah, considerably. Like I said, it's it's probably three inches. I, I would think easily. And look how deep. You can see that now. Look at that trough. That's what we talked about underneath the tail of that bait. Look yep. how deep that trough is. And I mean, if you turn what, that bait sideways to fit in the trough, you could probably stand that straight up underneath the seat. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's pretty it's pretty that gum deep and 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 that that seat is pretty high so uh yeah oh yeah but i hope that helped out a little bit i'm i'm, I'm sorry i didn't have that stuff up on something where i could get it to you quickly but uh oh that's uh, all right yeah we just um angie and i we we try to get everything out as, as quickly as possible and shoot this is the the bite that's that's the bite and the uh in the middle all right, Liska is to my left, and uh, and then the the X. So just trying to uh, get a comparison of what they all look like together, seat position, huh. uh, and you know the bite only has a single position seat. So, mm-hmm. but that shows you considerably. Uh, there's a considerable difference in the height off the deck of the X's seat. The Liska oh, yeah. is the one, the unicorn, the unicorn fart one. Yes, that's. that's I didn't that's, realize how small that was compared to the, the other two. Well, that's, I think it might be why I'm holding the phone it, they're there because the, the Liska and the biter are about the same, about the same size, roughly, uh, Liska outweighs the bite by a few pounds, but they're, uh, they're a similar hull shape. So I got you. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm super pumped about, like I said, I, and, and I'll tell anybody, man, look, you know, it's yes, I, I it's a fat boat. It's a heavy boat, but don't don't knock it dude it it blew me away i didn't want to like it and then and then for somebody that loved the hd as much as i did and do i i was not expecting it to to move me as much as it did i really wasn't that was a that was and it surprised both of us angie and i were both because i mean uh the the hd was uh one of her her first unicorn fart boat was an hd and she fell in (laughs) love with that thing and, and man, I'm telling you, I thought I was going to have to beat her to get her out of it, to get her into Aliska. And, uh, so she, we both had, you know, a lot of history with the HD and, and we were like, ah, the X, eh, yeah, we don't need it. We've got the HDs, but side by side, if you could get both of them on the water, the X hydrodynamically speaking, and I don't even know if that's the correct term, but it, it moves better. It spins better. It's, it just, the paddle ability is just incredible it uh it's i can't say enough good about it and literally the only bad thing that i could say is the weight that's it that is there is no other there is nothing on that boat that i would change other than yeah yeah i wish it was you know 20 pounds lighter yeah and when it comes i I was too yes well (laughs) that makes two of us in that camp Uh, but when it comes to to weight i mean i know i've i've talked to people and they always want a lighter boat especially when they think river stuff but i honestly think we're kind of moving away from that thought process a little bit um for the simple fact a lot of your mainstream boats are 90 plus pounds now Mm -hmm. um for most of them like you look at crescent they're still super light but they're really based like their boats are 100 percent based around paddling like they're a paddle boat company um now you like drew gregory and all them they put motors on the front of a light tackle and on, on on all that but when you look at all these boats that are coming from you know companies where like I said, I think the Kuza X is <clears throat> designed for anybody's activity, whether you're camping, just pleasure boating, 
fishing. I think it was, in my opinion, I could be wrong. I'm just an outside right. guy looking in, but I think it's still based, you know, that it's primary foundation is going to be on the fishing aspect of it mm-hmm. with your in rod rod holders and things along those lines. And your fishing kayaks, your primary foundation fishing kayaks are getting heavier. And I don't hear people complaining about that as much. Um, right. Like, for instance, my P127 with the drive and the seat weighs 120 pounds. Mm-hmm. I don't really care to be right. a, a lot. I mean, you can ask Brad. I take that on every river trip. I wasn't yeah. going to. I just really like the boat. And I have I have two other kayaks. I have a 10-foot SS107 and an RS117 that are my river boats. And I said, you know what, man? I've been in that. I've been in the SS once this year. No, twice. And the RS is currently getting fish out of my friend. I don't even have it in my possession right now because my heavy, fat P-127 goes with me everywhere. Um, and that's not a river boat. I just I just like the boat. So with Plus, the Kusa, that's a comfort factor, man. And I mean, you, it is. you're comfortable in that boat. And I mean, I got if yeah, I look at stuff, it's the same thing as deer hunting. You know, I'm not going to tote a gigantic stand if i'm hunting miles away from i'm not going to do it I, you yeah know, i'm not i'm not going to do it i'll either hunt off the ground i'll figure out some other way or i will tote the lightest stand that i could possibly tote to get back there you know i remember one time i tried to carry a hand climber and i, I was too fat and <laughs> i got about 10 feet up the tree and i and i thought i was gonna have to call my wife to bring a ladder to me to get me out of it because i'm like i'm, I'm gonna have to jump i'm gonna have to leave a stand here i can't get down and i mean it's because i had you know i was an idiot but anyway back to that I'm not going to be that far away. And, and, and if I was going to be in a place that, that, that 10 or 15 pounds made a difference, I'd probably be either in a solo canoe or an inflatable. Uh, yeah. I'd be in that CUDA 126 exactly. by NRS. I mean, if it's that big a deal to you about weight, I've got some really good suggestions for you, pal. And, and unfortunately, in, in the Jackson line, believe it or not, the stacks, people don't look at that as a fishing boat, but Emily Jackson kicked a bunch of folks' boat butt in a tournament fishing out of a stacks with one fishing rod and like two packs of worms, you know, and, <laughs> and the stacks would be a wonderful creaker, you know, just yeah. to jump in and go. Now you're not going to have your stability, but I mean, come on, you're in a Creek. Most of us, if we're in a Creek, I'm dragging a boat behind me and walking it and fishing it anyway. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know if they, you know, we're to the point now where you're, it's like anything else. Your best bet is to have, one boat that you fish in all the time that you like a whole lot. And for that, that strange situation, it's kind of like what most of us kept a Kilroy around. I keep a tripper around just for that. The tripper is the lightest boat that I've got and I can throw it on my shoulder, put two fishing rods in, in it, in my hand and go and, and never look back. And it's a good paddling boat. It's super light, but you know what? I'm not going to run it down. Anything. It's got big rapids in it. Yeah. You know, I think it really comes trade-off. down to, you, you said it best yourself when you mentioned the CUDA, because uh, I've seen the boat. Uh, Brad's had the NRS, you know, the 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 star, star version, rival. the star rival, which is it's it's not the same boat, but it's like the foundation of what the CUDA right. and uh, the tarpon. I think is it the tarpon. No, the CUDA and the uh, whatever their other boat is. Um, I can't remember, but there's options. If you want light, you said it great. There's options. I could tell right. hey, if you really want, if you're worried about light and you want to still fish out of it, NRS makes great inflatables. Other companies are making it. You can go out and get a Hobie Lynx. You'll pay for it, but it's a super light inflatable boat. Right. And it's got a pedal drive. If you want a pedal drive in an inflatable, there's options. But when it comes to like these style boats, I really don't see people complaining as much about the weight anymore for the simple fact that you're getting so many accessories and options for upgrading them. Uh, that I think people are kind of saying, okay, well, if I want all this stuff on it, because 
you said it, kayak fishing is not simple anymore. If I want all this right. stuff on it, it's got to be a little bit of a heavier boat. And people who complain about heavy boats get a heavy boat and start fishing out of it. You hear them change their tune pretty quick because they realize I have a little bit heavier of boat, but there's a pro to that heavy boat. Because with every con, nine times out of ten, there's a pro. That heavy boat is a little bit more stable. I can put more stuff on it. The weight capacity is higher, especially for guys who are like taking long canoe or uh, camping trips. You can take mm-hmm. every piece of gear you want at a 425 pound weight mm-hmm. capacity. So, I mean, it, it. I think that argue or that com- complaint is starting to disappear. Uh, I kind of don't want it to because once it disappears, we're going to see like 150 pound, 200 pound. Kayak. Oh, trust me. The, yeah, no, the, the folks that are, we are all, cause you see this gray. I mean, this ain't going away. The, the, we're, none of us are getting any younger and, and oh. that argument is there, but unfortunately the argument that we've got to have this uh, accoutrement and this accessory, and we got to have this ability and that ability and this, all that, it gets listened to too. And, and the one that unfortunately gets ignored because, you know, is the weight. And that's the one that, 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 you know, some of us are very concerned about price is another thing that some of us are very concerned about. You know, I, I still, I was one that fought for the bike. Cause I said, if Jackson didn't get a boat under a thousand dollars, we were going to price ourselves out of a market. Yeah. Well, then the market went crazy, you know? So, yeah. and, and I fought for that type of a boat. And, and I still think like the, the bike, wonderful boat, 74 pounds, man, I'll fish that thing all day long. There ain't a body of water that I wouldn't fish it on. Moving water, I'm not comfortable in it in. I wish the seat was a little lower in, in moving water. So that boat ain't made for that. But if I'm going to be in moving water, you better believe that X is going to be underneath me. And I'm going to shoulder that extra that 98 pounds and say, well, she's a big old beast, but she's going to have be fun because that thing paddles. I'm telling you guys, it is, it'll put a smile on your face. You will giggle like a schoolgirl. <laughs> I need to try it. Come on. Yeah, we, we're going to have to get in it. See, I that's just text- another reason why we have to get down there. Yeah. Well, I already <laughs> texted Jason Ricketts. I was like, you get a Kusa X? He said, yep, it's on its way. I'm like, well, we need to meet up, and you need to let me try it. <laughs> Please, when you do, let me know. I, I want no thoughts. Like I said, I, I know this 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 is a, a brand-new sparkling thing, and, and there's a, a lot of opinions out there flying around already. And, and all I can say is is I will sit you in it, and it'll either shut you up, or it'll, it'll uh, totally, you know, make your, your stuff valid, you know, and that's fine. Cause if it's valid, then, then you go get back in your boat and love your life. But if you get in this boat and it changes your mind or changes the way you do things, then, Hey, we we're successful. And, and the funny thing is when you put that 105 pound Angie Funk in that song gun and see her smile and whip it around 360 <laughs> degrees and then take off down and then jump through a rapid with it and pop through it like a pixie. Dude, I'm telling you, I cracked up and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is something here. And that was before I had around in it, you know. Uh, so that that definitely was was an eye-opening experience. And then to run me down the Coosa through that bigger water and you know, and 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 then over and over and over again, and then run back up into it and sit and like, okay, not just sit, not just not just paddle up into it, but like I can sit, I can cast. I don't have to put a paddle in the water. This boat's going to stay here. Matter of fact, I had to paddle back because it's trying to run up river instead. And I don't want to be up there. I want to be back here. You know, uh, that was, man, it just, it, it amazed me. It amazed me. And I mean, it's just hats off to the entire crew that took it from our brains and, and to, to on the water. I, I can't That's thank cool. the guys and gals enough and the wizardry behind it blows my mind. I, I really, it does. Very cool, man. 
Well, yeah, this has been an awesome episode, Chris. Thanks for coming back and talking to us about the new Kuzma. Thank y'all for having me. Um, everyone out there listening, go follow Chris on YouTube. Um, hit him with your socials so they know where to follow you. Uh, I, I think I'm Chris Funk, the feral one. I believe I am. Uh, if you look for a bloody hatchet, that's me. Uh, I told you all the story about the gator hatchet, but that's yeah. the, the bloody hatchet. Uh, but yes, Chris Funk, the feral one on YouTube. And uh, I, I, that's, that's, I think I just, I'm almost at five forty five hundred 4,500 uh, followers. That's kind of cool. It's like, oh, redneck. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope somebody smiles and I hope it's helpful. I mean, that's that's all I, because it don't make no money and I don't care about that. All I want to do is, is have fun with it. And when I'm too old to tote around 98-pound boats, I can go back and watch my YouTube videos and relive those, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can tell you videos are super helpful. Go, go give him a look. He's got some uh, great videos already on the CUSACs. I'm sure there's going to be many more to come. Um, looking forward to it <laughs> yeah but hey thanks for coming on man we really appreciate it brad you got anything left nope other than you said they're releasing within the next I, couple weeks i think it's in the next next week or so that i understand they're heading to the to the first set of dealers so that's awesome. get in one and, and and our promise is you know i'm in uh ucla the upper corner of lower alabama uh, if, if you are around me and, and you would like to get in mine, now mine is that little bit porkier, heavier one. Uh, I don't have the Jenny Craig model yet, but I'm getting that. But, uh, whenever, <laughs> but if you want to get in mine, uh, uh, it would be my pleasure to put you on the water and I'll do the best I can to get you there. Heck yeah, man. Well, thanks again. Um, uh, everybody, thanks for listening, man. Uh, we're going to end it here. Everybody have a good one and we'll see you next week. See y'all. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddle and fin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures, your Midwest premier paddle sports destination. Go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jigmasters Jigs, when in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today.